Virtually every person that has ever lived and is living and ever will live is in need of repair. It doesn't take a PhD to understand that humanity is very broken. Our inability to form and maintain healthy, long-term, meaningful relationships is one evidence of that. Our inability to stay free from various and sundry forms of addiction is another evidence of that. Even though many of us are in Christ, even those who profess Christ as Lord and are dutiful church members suffer from this inability to form meaningful and healthy long-term relationships and to stay free from addiction. Now, when we speak of addiction, oftentimes we get caught up in this notion that uh, an addict is somebody who's downtown, laying on the street, passed out, hasn't washed for three weeks, hasn't eaten for three days, and is a pretty sad state. Uh, And there are those who are tragically in that condition. Now, I'm talking about that plus the functional addict. Even that functional addict who stands behind a pulpit on Sunday morning, Wednesday nights. Even the functional addict who's the wife of an elder who can't get free from her addiction to sugar or her retail therapy. I'm speaking of the pastor's kid who's experimenting with various and sundry forms of substance abuses. Or the housewife who's having affairs on the side. Or the husband who comes home at night and beats his wife and can't stop doing it. There are forms of addiction that are behind the scenes. Indeed, there are forms of addiction that are sanitized on the outside, that are even acceptable to society. We are an addicted society. And to the degree that the church is in the world and the world is in the church, we tend to, in our character, in our daily practices and our behaviors, reflect the world. So what is needed is effective recovery. And so tragically, in a church time, in a church era, in which the words of Jeremiah ring out, they have healed the wounds of my people superficially, saying, peace, peace, when there is no peace. There is a great need for genuine recovery. Some place where people can come and find confidentiality. They can get honest with themselves. They can admit their pain and their fears around uh, their ability to relate to others and form healthy relationships. They can admit their addictions. Even if it's as simple as a man who comes in who's uh, a pastor and has an addiction to sugar, he can't stop and is killing him. So, there are, there are various and sundry forms of addiction, and they often operate on a continuum from, from 
seemingly benign to downright destructive, deadly, and everything in between. So I want to just share with you today a little bit about what Encounter Recovery Ministries is all about. So there is a brief introductory necessary, I think. I want to tell you who we are, what we do, and why we do it. And then I want to invite you to continue to to join us on this and other platforms to hear more about what it means to be a whole person in Christ. So Encounter Recovery Ministries is an outreach ministry. The persons in recovery from addiction, codependence, and trauma, including and especially religious trauma. We treat addiction and codependence as symptoms of unresolved underlying trauma, whether it's complex trauma, meaning it's trauma that was chronic in your upbringing, or an event trauma. Uh, trauma meaning that it's there's something, uh, some event that occurred either in your developmental years or in your years of sense as an adult that haunts you, that, that just won't let go of you. <clears throat> and the taproot of all human trauma is alienation from our Creator. That is the taproot. Everything else flows out of that trauma. So that has to be addressed. And of course, that it can only be addressed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Of course, now the problem comes is that we live in a time when the gospel has been so um, truncated, so distorted, so trimmed back, so redefined by the business model that's popular in the church that it's scarcely heard these days. So, biblical recovery must begin with the recovery of the biblical gospel. Let me say that again. Biblical recovery. If you're interested in biblical recovery, if you're suffering from chaotic relationships and addictive impulses, biblical recovery must begin by recovering the biblical gospel. And so our mission here at Encounter Recovery Ministries is to recover the gospel and apply its power, not just its principles, not just its theories, not just its academia, but its power. Paul said that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. A powerless gospel is no gospel at all. So our mission is to recover the gospel and apply its power to remedy the human condition. Let me say that again. Our mission here at Encounter Recovery Ministries, is to recover the gospel and apply its power to remedy the human condition. Once again, it's a tragic fact that we live at a time when the biblical gospel of Christ becomes so distorted that its truth and power are scarcely found within most of our churches. So the first point of recovery, therefore, is to define what we mean when we say gospel, and we're going to do that in a later episode. Once we are clear about the character and nature of the gospel, once we are certain that we have in our possession the biblical gospel in its fullness, 
the whole counsel of God. We begin to define the um, the practice of biblical spirituality as the means or program, if you will, for recovery. And then having become confident that we have the biblical definition of the gospel and that biblical spirituality is something we can practice and we understand what it is, we then focus on three points of ongoing recovery. And that has to do with proclamation. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, that occurs not only by listening to sermons or teaching. It occurs by learning to engage the text yourself. The scriptures proclaim the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And if we learn to listen to the voice of the Spirit in the inspired text, we can expose ourselves to that proclamation any time of the day or night, 24-7. And it's absolutely essential that you learn how to do that, and that's part of our recovery program. And then counseling. So proclamation and then counseling. Counseling from a biblical point of view with the theology that is so beautiful, laid out in the biblical witness, the redemptive history, redemptive story, and counseling within that paradigm. Now, is there some times that we might touch down on some psychology? Yeah, we might touch down on some other forms of human skills and things that are important to, uh, to learn how to live a functional life? Absolutely. But overall, we draw our counseling paradigm from the biblical witness regarding the human condition and its remedy. And then thirdly, education. Education sometimes begins by just learning life skills, how to live, how to begin to live a productive life, and then move on towards how to be uh, discerning of God's will for your life and how to apply that and how to walk in it and how to serve others. So how to hear the voice of God and how to love others, that's the two points of our recovery program. Now, the end goal of our care model is that that which Paul, the Apostle Paul, said in Galatians 4.19, and that is that he was laboring for them until Christ is formed in them. So Christ formed in you, meaning in your character, in your thinking, in your worldview, in your emotional life, in your relational life, until Christ is so formed in you that your life is a sweet-smelling aroma of the presence of Christ and the character of Christ in all that you do day in and day out. So it is progress. You'll know that you're recovering. You know that you're getting well. You're, You're becoming a whole person, having recovered from your chaotic and painful relationships and and the addictions that so easily beset you. You'll know that you have reached the point where you are standing strong in Christ because you are making progress and ever-increasing conformity to the image of Christ. That defines true recovery. So, 
I want to invite you to continue to uh, whatever platform you're hearing this on, whether it's sermonaudio.com or Spotify or some other platform. We'll be going on YouTube soon, so you can catch us there as well. So I'm really excited, and I'm really pleased to be able to offer this uh, paradigm for your Christian life. You know, for the last 200 years, uh, a lot of uh, evangelicalism has been so focused on how to get people saved, quote, unquote, as important as that is. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be justified? That we have not spent enough time teaching people how to live the Christian life. And consequently, life is never lived in a void. It is never lived in a vacuum. You will, in fact, find some way to live and, uh, and end up living as though your salvation ended the moment you said amen at the sinner's prayer, and it won't be picked up again until you die and go to be with the Lord, or he returns for you, one of the two. And in the meantime, you've got to figure out how to live. And it's a tragic fact that in evangelicalism, we don't teach people how to live. We don't teach them how to walk in biblical spirituality. We don't teach them what it means to grow in the image of Christ and to learn in a very concrete, very practical sense, how to form and maintain meaningful, healthy, godly relationships and stay free from the pollution of the world in the form of addictions. So that's our purpose. I wanted to share that with you. I want to stress it. And so it's with that intention, that paradigm, that we come back every time to do these episodes. Our goal, it may sound like we're just talking a lot about theology, but it's always biblical theology. It's always biblical truth. And we have to be prepared to continue in the Lord's word if we are ever going to know the truth. And it doesn't occur, and I say this with all due respect, it doesn't occur within the shallows. You can't get ankle deep and expect you're going to get clean. You're going to become whole. You're going to be healed from your uh, pain and your emotional pain, your mental trauma, your the things that keep you locked up. You've got to get in. You've got to get into the water. You've got to go deep. You have to take a deep dive into the things of God. And that's what we're about here. It's possible. It can happen. It's happened to me. It's happened to my wife. It's happened to our friends and, and our family. And so we want to share that with you. That's our purpose here. And we hope you come back and continue to listen whatever platform you're listening on. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be up on YouTube sometime soon and we'll be able to uh, see you uh, more of a visible uh, basis, at least a, more of a visual basis. And um, we'll take it from there. So may the Lord strengthen you and keep you in his grace always. Amen.